Hi everyone, I'm Richard Roberts and welcome to the Expect a Miracle podcast. So glad you could join me today. Uh, I've been thinking and praying about doing this for some days now. It came into my heart the other night as I was in prayer to have a special time of healing prayer over people who watch this podcast. You know, I receive prayer requests from all over the world. They call the Abundant Life Prayer Group night and day of every type of sickness and disease you can imagine, as well as many other things, uh, problems, needs that they're facing. And from time to time, I, I really enjoy sitting down and doing a podcast like this and really praying over the needs of people. I believe in prayer. Much prayer, much power. Little prayer, little power. No prayer, no power. <laughs> I went to bed last night praying. I woke up this morning praying, praying throughout this day. I believe prayer is the key that unlocks the throne of God's mercy. And if ever there was a time in our nation when people needed prayer, it's now. When people needed to know and feel the peace of God with all the confusion with all of the attacks and all the Satanistic uh, uh, things that are going on in our nation right now. If ever there was a time that we need prayer, it's now. But just a moment, let's just focus in on your need. Is your need physical? If it is, then I want to pray for you. Perhaps it's your heart, or perhaps it's uh, your blood pressure or your blood sugar, maybe too high or too low. Or perhaps it's in your arteries, some type of arterial sclerosis. Uh, improper blood flow, blood not getting all the way down to your extremities, or maybe it's diabetes or something like that, or maybe it's in your back. Maybe you've suffered a wound in your back or, or you, you've burst a, a, a disc or you've had a problem in your back and you've had pain and you've not been able to get the pain out. Maybe you've had some type of surgery and, and it hasn't gone well and the recovery time is taking much longer than it should take. Maybe it's in your fingers, or maybe it's in your elbows, or maybe it's in your shoulder. Maybe you fell and hurt your shoulder. I remember, oh, I guess it's been 20 years ago, I fell and broke my shoulder blade. I, I know the pain. I understand. I went to, Lindsay had me taken by ambulance uh, to the hospital and uh, in the emergency room, and it, I, I'd never felt that kind of pain in my life. The doctor told me that surge, when, you, when you break your shoulder blade, it's some of the worst pain people ever experience. I didn't know that. And he said, just go ahead and, and cry. I was on the verge of crying. I just burst loose and started crying in the emergency room. And uh, I know what pain is like, and nobody likes pain. I hate pain. And I know there are some of you more than likely that are watching right now, and you've got pain in your body. You know, even when I do Facebook posts, like I've been doing a lot lately, uh, when people respond to my Facebook posts, they'll tell me about the needs that they have and, and they want prayer immediately, and so I pray. Now, maybe it's in your feet or maybe it's in your knees. Maybe you've had fluid on your knee or maybe you've injured one of the tendons, your ACL, your MCL, or something like that. Or maybe it's in your eyes. Maybe it's cataracts or maybe it's glaucoma or you're, you're, you're losing vision in one of your eyes or maybe it's a loss of hearing and you're not hearing the way you, you used to hear when you were younger. And maybe you're wearing hearing aids and yet you still aren't hearing the way you need to hear. Maybe it's a, a mass or a tumor or a growth or, or something else that's, that's come into your body and it's, it's trying to take you out. Whatever it is, no matter what it is, I believe in prayer and I believe in sending prayer. The Bible says in Psalm 107 verse 20, he sent his word, 
and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. Sickness and disease is trying to destroy people today. It's not meant to comfort you. It's, it comes from Satan. The thief or the devil, the Bible tells us in John 10, 10, comes but for to steal, kill, and destroy. And sickness and disease is not a gift from God. It comes from Satan himself. So don't ever blame God for putting on you what Satan has put on you. God is not the author of sin and sickness and disease and fear and doubt. No, no, no. That's what the devil tries to do. He tries to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But Jesus said, I have come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. And as I said, the scripture says, he sent his word and healed them. Now that's what I'm going to do. I'm not there to physically lay my hands on you, but I don't have to lay my hands on you because it's not my hands that heal. It's God who does the healing. I'm just an instrument. And my voice operates as a channel that flows right into people's lives as I pray. I'm going to deal with physical problems first. So whatever it is, I want you to release your faith and believe God. Now, if it's cancer, if it's a, some type of malignancy, if it's a, a myeloma or melanoma or, or a leukemia or something like that, or as I said, maybe a mass or a tumor or a growth, maybe in your head or maybe in some other area of your body, maybe it's a breast tumor or, or some other growth, or maybe you're facing a mammogram or you're facing some type of, of surgery, an endoscopy, colonoscopy, whatever it may be. Let's just set our faith and let's just believe God for a miracle. Are you ready? Let's pray. Father, it's not by might and it is certainly not by power that I pray this prayer today. It is in the name of Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior, who came that we might have life and have it more abundantly, who took not only our sin and shame on the cross, but also our sicknesses and diseases. He bore them in his body that we might be healed. And my dear friend, in the authority of Jesus' name, whose I am and whom I serve, I come against this debilitating attack against your body. And I put my hands forth like this and just suggest that you stretch your hands out toward me right now or maybe walk over to your computer screen or your smartphone or however you're watching this and put your hands up against mine as a point of contact. Not because my hands have any power. You know they don't and I know they don't. But my hands become a powerful point of contact when you and I agree in faith. So in the name of Jesus, I come against this satanic attack against your body, against your health, against your well-being. I bind it, I rebuke it now, and I send the word to you for healing. And I release my faith with you now in Jesus' name. Now just begin to say, Lord, I receive this prayer. Say it with me. Lord, I receive this prayer. Come on, say it with me. Lord, I receive this prayer. Say it one more time. Lord, I receive this prayer. Now let's begin talking about the answer and not the problem. Lord, I thank you that you're healing this situation. You name it out. Lord, I thank you you're healing this situation. I thank you that you're healing this problem in my body. I thank you you're healing this problem in my body. I don't like to talk about sickness. I like to talk to it and command it to come out in Jesus' name. Now, maybe it's something in your emotions. Maybe it's a fear. 
You know, there's a lot of fear in our country right now. We've seen the mass shootings. We've seen everything that's happened. We, 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 we saw what happened in Texas. We saw what happened in New York and what happened uh, over the uh, Memorial Day weekend up in Chicago. We saw what happened in our own city, here in my own city in Tulsa last week. You know, God is not the author of those things. There's a devil in the world, friends. There's evil in the world. And I want to pray over your emotions. I want to come against fear and worry. I want to come against anxiety and, and uh, disappointment and discouragement. I want to come against that, that worry. And in the authority of Jesus' name, I do come against it now. Jesus said, be anxious for nothing or don't be, don't be worried about everything. I come against that in the name of Jesus. And I pray right now for the peace of God that passes all understanding to come into your heart, into your mind, to come into your spirit, to come throughout your life, for you to know that God has you in the palm of his hand. What does the scripture say? Well, one can put a thousand to flight, two can put 10,000 to flight, so you're one, I'm one, we're praying together. But the scripture is, is very clear that a thousand may fall at our side, and 10,000 at our right hand, but it shall not come near our dwelling. That's a scripture that I quote every day of my life. I take that very seriously, and I suggest you do it as well. Not just to, you know, on some days, but every day, especially with what we see going on around us in the world. Uh, here, right here in Tulsa, I, I know people who were, who were in that building where that, where that uh, attack happened, and, uh, and, and thank God they got out of that building. The building is not too far from where I'm uh, talking to you right now. So, but I quote that scripture every day, a thousand shall fall at my side and 10,000 at my right hand, but it shall not come near my dwelling. And that's why I pray over Lindsay, my wife. That's why I pray over Jordan, Olivia, Chloe. That's why I pray over my family. That's why I plead the blood of Jesus. That's why I tell the devil to get out of my life to get out of this ministry, to get out of my family. I, I pray that every day. I command the devil to take his hands off of my family. And I pray that now over you and over your emotions. I pray for healing from every discouragement, every depressed thought or idea that Satan would try to put in your mind. Uh, for, for the thoughts that would make you feel like you're going under, uh, you know, I, I believe you're gonna go over and not under in Jesus' name. I pray over every thought to be held captive and, and removed, every, every negative thought to be taken away. And for you to know that God has not fallen off the throne and that he loves you. He loves you. Let that sink into your heart today. God loves you. And how do I know? He proved it. He sent his son to prove his love. You know, I can say to my wife, Lindsay, I love you, but she doesn't really know that I love her until I do something that proves that I love her. I remember one day, <laughs> one day I came in, I was late coming from the office and, and she was running around the house doing a bunch of things and I came in and I said, I love you. She said, well, if you love me, take out the trash. <laughs> she needed a demonstration. <laughs> well, that was okay. I took out the trash. But, but they're, they're, just saying I love you is not enough. There's got to be some type of corresponding action. Faith without corresponding action is dead. The Bible says faith without works, which is corresponding action, is dead. And God not only loved us, but he loved us so much that he gave us his son 
to go to the cross, to take on our sin and shame and to have his back bloodied and striped so that we might be healed in every area of our lives. That's how much he loves you. And if somebody has told you that God doesn't care, they may have been sincere, but they are sincerely wrong. God cares about you. He knows who you are. He knows your name. He knows where you live. He knows what you've been through. He knows what you're going through. And I believe he has miracles for you. And so I can say what I used to hear my dad say so many times on television. I believe that something good is going to happen to you. <laughs> I was uh, just the other day, my wife, Lindsay, was a guest on the 700 Club. I don't know, perhaps you saw it. And she was talking about how when she was 12 years old, my father, Oral Roberts, called her dad to pray. Her dad, who had been a Marine in World War II, uh, contracted cancer in his body. This was back in 1968, long before I knew Lindsay. And uh, my dad prayed, and uh, when Lindsay came into the hospital room there in Ann Arbor, Michigan, the University of Michigan Hospital, her dad was laughing and rejoicing, and she didn't understand until she found out Oral Roberts was on the line praying for her dad. And she said, she told me uh, when we got married that she believed that my father led her father to the Lord on that phone call. Well, her father passed away just after that call the next day or two. But she never forgot the man who called and prayed. Well, I praise God for an opportunity. And I pray that you'll never forget this prayer. You know, years later, <laughs> uh, you know, as Lindsay grew up, she became a partner in our ministry and she'd watch my, my dad and me on television. I didn't know her. She didn't know me. She was up in Michigan. I was here in Oklahoma. But, uh, you know, she had no idea that, that the man that, she, that uh, she would watch on television would one day become her father-in-law. <laughs> God does amazing things, doesn't he? All those years later, you know, when I was, I guess I was 31 and she was about 24 or so, uh, 23, 24, we got married. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's an amazing story how our lives crossed and came together. Now we've been married for 42 years and how I thank God that she stands by my side and has a very remarkable ministry in her own right. And But she was on that program of the 700 Club talking about her, her new book, Discover Your True Worth. If you haven't got a copy, go to richardroberts.org. That's richardroberts.org and order your copy of Lindsay's book, Discover Your True Worth. It's a book that my father prophesied over her, that the day would come when she would write a book about women of substance. It is a tremendous book. It's been, been running very high on Amazon and, 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 and on, their, on their list. It's been a bestseller on their list and lots of people have been ordering it. I pray it be a blessing. Just go to richardroberts.org and get your copy of Discover Your True Worth. It's been attracting a lot of attention around the country. But <clears throat> getting back to the healing ministry, maybe it's a financial need that you're facing. You're going to say, now, Richard, it's very easy for you to say what you're going to say. It may sound easy, but I, I know that it is true. Only what you sow can God use for his glory and then multiply back. If you give God nothing and he multiplies it, zero multiplied by zero equals zero. <laughs> if a farmer goes out and just wishes a crop, <laughs> he isn't going to receive a crop. He has to plant the seed. That's the system that God set up. God is not after your money. God is after giving you a blessing. But in life, you must put something in God's hands. Now, you're not trying to buy a miracle because miracles aren't for sale. But you know what? There's something about 
sowing your seed that opens your heart up like nothing else I've ever seen in my life, opens you up to receive from God. If you're, if you're facing a financial need today, I challenge you, plant a seed out of your need. Say, God, I'm sowing, and let, pray, pray and ask him what he wants you to sow. Say, say to him, God, I'm sowing this seed against the need that I face. And I believe for you to use this seed for your glory and then multiply it back to me. And I pray that over you right now. I pray that as you sow your seed, God will bless that seed and multiply it back to you in ways you need it most in the name of Jesus. Now, there's one other thing I want to pray for. There may be those of you that are watching today who have never ever made a personal commitment of your life to Jesus Christ. You say, well, Richard, I have a Bible. Well, I'm glad you do. You say, well, Richard, I go to church maybe infrequently or maybe I'm there every Sunday. Well, I'm glad you do. The Bible says, forsake not the assembling of yourselves together, talking about the church. The gates of hell will not prevail against the church. You say, well, there are a lot of problems in the church. Yes, I know. I know there are a lot of problems in the church. But the church is a lot better than anything the devil has to offer. Uh, you may be facing something like that and you, you don't know what to do. Well, I, I thank God you have a Bible. Thank God you've been to church. But that's not what I ask you. Have you made a personal commitment of your life to Christ? Have you repented and asked Jesus to come into your heart? I was just two weeks before my 20th birthday, laying flat on my back in the bed. I'd come home from a concert tour, raging with fever, lost my voice. My father, Oral Roberts, came in the bedroom and laid his hands on me, and I was healed. I knew I was healed. My voice returned, my fever instantly left. I felt like a new person. And when I rolled out of that bed, I got on my knees and I prayed a sinner's prayer. And I asked Jesus Christ to come into my heart. I became a Christian. Two weeks later, I turned 20. Now I'm 73. <laughs> that's how many? That's 50, 50 some odd years ago. <laughs> Been a long time. I never regretted a moment of it. If you've never received Christ as your Savior, then why don't you just take this time right now and pray this prayer out loud after me. It's a simple prayer, but if you mean it in your heart, you'll never be the same again. Why don't you pray this prayer with me right now? Oh God, come on, it's all right. Oh God, be merciful to me, a sinner, a backslider. I have missed the mark with my life and I repent. I am sorry. I ask you to forgive me and to cleanse me. Help me to start my life fresh and new. Today, I receive Jesus Christ, God's only Son, as my Savior and Lord. Come into my heart, Lord Jesus. Save me. Heal me. Deliver me and set me free. From this moment, I confess I am a Christian. I am forgiven. My sins are washed away and everything 
is becoming new in my life. Now, friend, if you meant that, just as simple as it sounded, if you meant that, then you will never, ever be the same again. That's the kind of prayer I prayed. My father had just prayed over me, and I prayed that prayer on my knees in that bedroom. My life was transformed. I didn't know God was going to use me in the ministry. I was on my way to Las Vegas to be a nightclub entertainer. I had a contract offered to me in Las Vegas in the Sahara Hotel lounges. (laughs) And God had a different plan for me, much better plan than I had for myself. I thought my plan was great, but I found out his was greater. If you prayed that prayer with me, I'd like to know about it. And the best way for you to contact me is by calling the Abundant Life Prayer Group at 918-495-7777 or go online, richardroberts.org and let me know that you just prayed that prayer. The Bible says when a sinner comes to God, there is rejoicing in the presence of the angels. And I have a feeling there's some rejoicing going on right now. So contact me through the Abundant Life Prayer Group at 918-495-7777 or go online and send me a message. Go to richardroberts.org. Praise God. I'm so glad to have this opportunity to share with you today. I pray it's a blessing that other people know about this podcast and I'll see you next time. To request Lindsay's book, Discover Your True Worth, go to richardroberts.org or call 1-844-828-1412. Again, that's richardroberts.org or 1-844-828-1412.